0: allow anybody to make you feel that you are nobody. Always feel that you count. Always feel that you have worth. And always feel that your life has ultimate. Hey y'all, it's your girl Kristen Joy, and we are back for another episode of Party of One. Thank you so much for tuning in, and let's get right into it. How are y'all doing? I feel like it's been a minute, but it's literally been a week, but it feels like some time. My week flew by just getting back into the swing of things, catching up with, you know, things that I had to do that past weekend that I didn't get a chance to do and just things like that. So, and then on top of that, my weekend was really packed. So, you know, just getting back into the swing of everything, getting caught up, you know, getting my life back together, all that fun stuff. But have y'all been drinking your water? Are you eating right? Going to the gym? You know, is that budget looking right? Like, what's going on? Your girl has, you know, I'm still on this plan. So I've been at the gym every day this week. Yeah, we went to the gym every day last week. And I was sore. So sore. It was ridiculous. But it's fine. I'm trying to, you know, be out here looking right, looking tight. But yes, so we went to the gym every day last week, so that was a plus. My diet, I'm doing good. I'm staying consistent, which is the most important One thing that I need to become more strict on is just stop eating carbs. This particular plan that I'm on right now, she allows you to eat carbs in her plan. So I started feeling myself and was like, oh, bet, I'm about to just eat these whole grain like she said we can do. But no, sis, you cannot eat carbs at all, and you know this. So, you know, just being disciplined and stop trying to get myself grace budget is actually doing really good. I sat down and worked some numbers and I realized that I wasn't as far off as I thought I was. So yes, budget is finally coming around. I told y'all, I told y'all I had it, but y'all didn't believe me, but it's fine. It's cool. So everything on this side is going good for your girl. So I hope that everything is going good for you. Let me know how you doing. Let me know if you're doing good, bad, or indifferent. You know, I want to celebrate you. I want to help you too. So we can all be out here thriving and being successful. But let's go ahead and get into this segment. I'm like super excited for this episode. So I'm ready. So let's go ahead and get into what's on the menu. What's on the menu is the segment in our podcast where we will discuss the topic for this particular week. So this week's topic is what is time? A lot of times when we think of time, we think of you know seconds, hours, minutes. And as we know, like time is something that's extremely essential and that we need, and it's really one of the most precious gifts that we have and that we will ever have is time it's something that We can't get back. We can't purchase. There's no money in the world that will be able to buy us more time. We can't redo it. We can't go back in time. It's something that's constant, but at the end of the day, you never know how much time you have, and you can never repeat time. So it's something that we need to really value and really place high weight and priority on our time because like i said it's something that we can never get back so if we can only do it one time we need to be making sure that one time is the best time the acronym that i created for time is true irreplaceable measured experiences time we know is true we know that time is real We know it's constant and we believe that it exists. It's irreplaceable because it's something that we can, like I said, never get back. We're never getting time back. We only have the allotted time that we're given, it's measured. We can measure the amount of time that we've spent on something. We can measure that by seconds, hours, days, weeks. There's different levels or increments of measurements that we can use for time. We can actually gauge whether we feel that the time was successful or if we failed in that time. So time is Absolutely, something that we can measure. And then the last is experiences. So, in time, we have different experiences, different events that happen, different facts that we found out. And this acronym to me truly gives us the real picture of what time is. Time is something that we know is true, we know that we'll never get it back. We can measure it. We know that we only have 24 hours in a day. And in that day, there's a little over 1,400 minutes. And so what are you doing in those minutes? We have only one time to get it right, so we need to really start making it successful and really picking and choosing what our priorities will be and what we're willing to spend our time on because a lot of times we'll just do things out of obligation or do things because we just want to be nice or want to help or whatever the extent might be, but what is that taking you away from that you could be doing? So just remember that be responsible with the time that we're given with those 24 hours break down each hour, what you're doing and how you're going to be successful. So that's all we have for what's on the menu today. So now let's go ahead and get into table talk. Table talk is a segment in our podcast where we just have a family discussion. We have conversations that have been submitted throughout the week and we will bring those to the table to discuss. As you know, I'm the only one at the table, but if you have anything you want to add or you would like to submit your own conversation, definitely DM me and we will make it happen. This week's first conversation says, How can you avoid discouragement when you feel like you have been faithful and worked hard, but you keep hitting roadblocks? Especially when you're watching those around you obtain what you're believing for. First, thank you for your conversation. That's like real. We've all been there at one point in time. So let's start with the first part of your conversation. So you said, how can you avoid discouragement when you feel like you've been faithful and you've worked hard, but you keep hitting roadblocks? So first off, everything in life is going to be hard, but we have to, like you said, remain faithful in it. A lot of times when we become discouraged, it's because we've placed our own expectations and we've placed our own plan in place. And so the discouragement comes when I feel that I have put all this work in and surely I should be here. I know that I've changed. I know that I've evolved and I know that I have made a conscious effort to do better. So I believe that I should have what it is I'm looking for. But ultimately what it boils down to is it's really God's plan. And like I just talked about time, we're on God's timing. So regardless of if we feel or if we believe that we should have it at a certain time and it should look a certain way, ultimately God is going to give it to us when we're ready for it. So that's the number one. A way to lower your discouragement is by putting it back in God's hands and just asking God something as simple as, Lord, you know this is what I want, but what do I need to get there? For myself, I'll just use an example really quick. One of my things that I found myself getting discouraged in in the past were relationships. That was something that I longed for, for a relationship. I was not in one, but I saw all my friends being in one. And when you place yourself in a place where you allow yourself to be discouraged people could be in relationships that were good, that were bad, or that were indifferent. And I still felt as though everyone was in a relationship, even knowing deep down inside, I didn't want any of those situations. I just felt as though that was something that I was longing for. And so that that was something that I wanted to have. And so I had to humble myself and really ask God, hey, you know, this is a desire of my heart. But what do I need to do to place myself in alignment line with your plan? After I prayed that prayer, he gave me a list of things that I needed to do. And once he gave me that list, I realized, wow, Sis, you were a little bit further off than you actually realized you were. And so that's what really helped my discouragement was putting myself back on track to where God had me instead of where I felt that I should be. And then your second part of your question said, especially when you are watching those around you obtain what you were believing for. So first thing that stood out to me was you said, obtain what you were believing for. So first I would change your speech and your thought because if it's in your heart and if it's something that's in God's will for your life, don't stop believing just because you can't see it. So you're being discouraged because you're standing on the things that you can see instead of having faith in what you can't see. Yes, it's going to be difficult because obviously as humans, it's easier for us to just long after and harp on things that we see in the natural, but that's why we have to really stand spiritually and believe in what the desires of our hearts are and that as long as they align with the will that God has for our life, they will come to pass. So I would just say, ask God If you're ready, and if so, what you need to do to get ready and also the patience to have it, and then also change your mindset in the way that you're believing. Don't think that just because you can't see it, you'll never get it, or just because you haven't got it, that you won't get it. Stand on the promise no matter how long it takes, but you have to believe that no matter how long it takes for you to fulfill this promise, I believe that you will fulfill it. So, I hope that that helped you and that helped answer your question. Let me know if you have any other questions or if there's ideas or scenarios that you want to bounce off, and we can definitely talk about it. All right. So, conversation number two says, I am looking to lose weight and I have tried many different programs, but none seem to work. I know that you have lost weight. So, can you give me advice in that area? So, first, Thank you for, you know, your vulnerability in asking the question. I really appreciate it. Second, thanks for noticing <laughs> that I lost weight. I have. And thanks for trusting me to even ask me this question. So I would say with weight loss in general, it's like four steps. So the first step would be that you have to be ready Losing weight, being healthy is more of a mindset than it is anything else. I have literally spent a ridiculous amount of money on different weight loss programs, different things that I felt would work or I've seen results, but ultimately none of them ever worked because I just ultimately wasn't ready. So being ready, having that mindset would be the first step to your success. The next step would be knowing your body. It's really important for you to know your body because every meal plan and every workout plan isn't going to work for everybody. There's really no plan fits all. So you have to really figure out what works for your body. Food wise, you have to really figure out what your body reacts to, things that your body thrives on, things that it doesn't thrive on. And ways to know that are just kind of like I have been talking about carbs. Whenever I eat carbs, my body is in pain, essentially. And I love carbs, but they don't love me. And whenever I eat them, my stomach gets really distended. I don't feel well. I just have a constant stomach ache. So obviously the body doesn't like that. So a meal plan that has Carbs in it, like this particular one. Now, I have to know, like, don't eat the carbs. Like, even though that this diet plan says that you can have it, you really can't have it. Or, I know people whose body does not react well to meat. So, diets like keto or anything that's really high in protein, meat related protein, or high in fat, like, those are going to be very hard for you unless you're doing a lot of protein meal replacements. Because your body doesn't process meat in the way that the meal plan was designed. So just being aware of how your body reacts to different foods and going according to that. Because once you give your body what it needs to thrive and to succeed, then you will be getting the results that you want and need. Third step, I would say, will be the 80-20 rule that a lot of people know, which is 80% in the kitchen and 20% in the gym. A lot of times people just believe that they can work out, work out, work out, and just eat whatever they want and gain results. You'll see more maintaining than you will results, but in order to get those real results, you have to watch what you put in your mouth. Yeah, it's hard because you want to eat everything that you've been eating, but ultimately just have to decide Is this candy bar really worth it or would I rather my pan size go down? You just have to weigh it out. That would be step three. And then the last step I would just say will be accountability. So finding some form of accountability. I have done it a couple different ways. There was one time where I did the weight loss completely by myself. What I would do is I would take pictures of myself and I would print them out and I would put them on my wall. And every week I would add another picture and just watch my weight change, watch my body evolve. And that was beneficial for me in that time. This particular time, I actually have like a group and we all go work out together. We're accountable as far as what are you eating? Did you take your pictures? Let's compare things like that. So that definitely helps. Another route to go is if you like social media, you can post on social media. Hey, I'm at the gym today. Day one, day four, day five, things like that. So that will help you stay accountable. Like, let me make sure I'm at the gym because I'm broadcasting this on social media and people are out here, you know, going to hold me accountable for it. So there's different ways that you can do it. I know that there's Facebook groups and things of that nature that you can do it as well. So just finding different ways to be accountable to yourself and staying on track. I would definitely say those will be the four things for success. I really hope that that helped. If you have any questions, definitely let me know. This is the topic that I am passionate about. I will definitely be more than happy to help you or to even be your accountability partner. That is all for Table Talk so let's get into Sweet Treat. Sweet Treat is a segment in our podcast where we will discuss a small treat that I got in my quiet time that God gave me throughout the week. So the topic for today is steward reality or lose fantasy. So this actually came from a conversation that me and my friends were having about our jobs. And we were just discussing different complaints that we had. And it ranged from the pay to the hours to not being on time or even just like not feeling like working while we're at work and things of that nature. And so as the conversation was going on, God dropped a scripture in my mind and it was Luke 16 verses 10 and 12. And it says, if you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest in greater responsibilities. And if you are not faithful with other people's things, why should you be trusted with things of your own? For me, I was just like, dang, you're right. Because eventually one day I would love to own my own business and be my own boss. But what it showed me is if you can't steward the gift that I have given you that somebody else's, not only is it disrespectful to me because I have given you this gift, but it also is disqualifying us from what he truly wants to give us. Because at the end of the day, no, God is not a petty God and he's not going to You know not give it to us because we didn't do this so he's not doing this but he also is not dumb and he's not going to give us something that is going to kill us or that we're not ready for that we're going to mess over and in return we're just going to mess over his people as well because we're not ready. And that was a huge eye opener for me because I never looked at my current situation as a stepping stone to my future. I looked at it as a right now experience that is just holding a spot and paying the bills until I can get to the next chapter. But there's actually something that's here in this season, in this time, that is going to be beneficial for me to get that key to unlock my future. The question that I have for myself and that I'm giving you guys is, what are your actions disqualifying you from? God has so much that he has in store for us that he wants to give us, but our actions are going to determine what he is able to trust us with so that is all i have for today thank you so much for tuning in and just taking the time to really listen and support i truly appreciate all the love and support that I have received and that this podcast is receiving so just remember to subscribe and make sure that you're getting all the latest notifications if you are not following me on social media my name is at I am Kristen joy underscore and don't forget be bold be exclusive and be enough well if I listen to you and everything you put in my I'll be living like shut up I'll be paralyzed by ain't that the truth if i quit the only way i lose i got two choices when i do this make moves or make excuses huh if you know who i'm talking about then you got me my biggest enemy is me and even i can't stop me